We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we're a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I am Andrew, and it is Turf District Tuesdays once again, uh, as we have another show for you this evening. Thank you so much for joining us live on YouTube or for downloading the show. Uh, if you are live with us, uh, I'll just put this out here right now. Make sure you put your questions into the chat at the bottom uh, so that we will get to those both with our guests and, of course, for overtime after the show. Uh, if you've downloaded Thank you so much and make sure you're sharing the show and uh, maybe go back and check it out on YouTube where you can see us all act like goofy people because that's what makes it more fun. Uh, and of course, the more that we spread the love, the better. So uh, before I bring everybody in, I do want to uh, send a quick thank you out to Don and the Third Down Gamble podcast. They had me on for a couple of shows, uh, one to talk about the Combine, which we will talk about tonight, uh, and also one to talk about the uh, some you know new rules that we would like to see in the CFL. So just for some fun chats. Uh, always love to uh, go up against uh, Don and, <laughs> and uh, have our fun bantering back and forth. So uh, thank you for having me on. And I do also, uh, I, I'll mention again later, but I do want to thank the CFL uh, for all their help with the uh, media side of things for the Combine, because uh, it was uh, amazing to have that aspect uh, as we were talking to all the guys. Let's bring in the regular gang, shall we? Starting with the one and only... Super fan, Mike. There they are. Like that's the right. Tribe. The Jettlers. The Jettlers were a bit lower today. Are you? I know. Well, you know, got to keep it. Everyone guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next week, they're like right on the edge of the camera. <laughs> His little <laughs> fingers up here. Um, yeah. <laughs> you need to get like those uh, tiny hands so that you can do like tiny right. hands ones. It'd be amazing. Trump hands. Got it. Yep. That's. <laughs> Ouch. Sure. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah. Uh, super fan, it's a little bit late, but uh, happy birthday. Again. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was very fun. I was glad yeah, I was a lifetime ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's always fun to hang out with you and and uh, have some time with all of your fam and friends to uh, wish you happy birthday. So no, thank you. It was a good day. Yeah, it was all right. It was uh, it's it was a pretty good week, all told, actually. It was kind of nice having that midweek birthday so you can uh, Kind of spread it out between weekend to weekend. So <laughs> it's the best way, right? Absolutely. So, so, you know, first otherwise, week. Why do uh, I need to? Yeah. Otherwise, I just worked and, you know, the usual. 
fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Also, back this week off of the six game list, uh, I guess the one game list, because we only had one show in the meantime, it is Commissioner Kayla. How are you? Hello. I can't move as much today. No, it's okay. <laughs> you can, you're allowed to move. Uh, I'm glad you're back. Very, very white. Not that I already not or not that I not already am. That's not right English. <laughs> <laughs> Me wow. English. That's it's, impossible. <laughs> what are you having tonight? I didn't even see what you're having. I am very excited. So this is um, Battle River Brewery. It's called Fukanoots. It's a gluten sensitive <laughs> oak ale, right? Well, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. They're they're based out of Camrose, and I actually got to hang out with them at a market. I was helping um, my friend. She was a vendor there, and they happened to be right across from us. So we made friends real quick. Nice. That's awesome. So I was like, next podcast, I'm shouting you guys out. So Battle River Brewery in Camrose, check them out. It's delicious. Oh, lovely. And anything that has any like Fukin in it is amazing. Right? Right. Let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> I love setting it up for Mike just to throw in a comment. Well, it's, it's amazing. Uh <laughs> All right. Um, I do do want to bring in our guests right away. So uh, joining us this evening, uh, also big content creators on our favorite team. um, And you'll find them everywhere on socials and a lot of times doing videos out at the tailgate. Uh, It is Scout and Kathy from the Elks Herd. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're happy we finally got to get you guys on and uh, chat a little bit about all the things that we're doing for the team. Um, I'm I'm sure even we'll talk a little Oilers tonight because Kathy wants to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Fair. After last night, do yeah. we? Do well, we need well, to talk about them, really? Yeah, well, <laughs> do any of us need to talk about our teams? See, <laughs> Scout, I didn't bring yours up. I just left it alone. No, no, <laughs> but I was going to say, I'm sure Kathy would love to talk about the Leafs loss tonight. So, uh... Uh, I thought it was a secret. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I know. We're just uh, breaking breaking news here on Turf District right out the gate. Well, the, the best part is, is that, you know, it's all out of the way now. We're wearing the proper colors and now we can talk about something that we love even more. Um, and, and let's be honest, your team selection could have been much, much worse. <laughs> it's it's the the yeah, that's, yeah, it's not, that's not OK. The fifth. Not saying who. Uh, like I said, golf flames golf. that's that's amazing uh that's fantastic uh all right now i want to talk to you guys i mean we're going to get into the elk stuff and and all that uh, type of thing um but uh but i i do want to ask like when 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 it's playoffs do you guys do like both things do you guys do hockey and then do some football stuff on the side or how do what do you what do you find because i know you're kind of a, a two two sport home for sure well, um, so Shotgun Sports, uh, the Elks Herd exists because of Shotgun Sports. So um, when it comes to the playoffs, we try to ramp it up pretty good on that kind of content. Um, it also depends on where the interests are at. Um, I mean, for now, um, I have been pushing a little bit of uh, hockey content and our admin crew has been doing that as well. But um, it's actually kind of interesting with the CFL and now apparently USFL um, starting up their season here right away. We have admins all over North America that are trying to, um, you know, trying to replicate what we've done here at the Elksert. So we're just kind of going with the flow for the content. And uh, I Lots mean, of memes. 
Lots of memes. Lots yes. of memes. Um, <laughs> going to be making fun of the Leafs here oh, yeah. uh, myself. Right here, after, here. yeah, right after we're done, we have some. Yeah. <laughs> 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 up. Okay. Well, we all know where to find that content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, we'll, we'll we'll change the gears into what we're here for. Is just talk football. So um, now you guys you guys obviously have been fans of the team you're doing a lot more as far as like you said content all those types of things but let's go back and say who who introduced you to the game and 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 how did you become fans of the elks so i'll go first because mine kind of ties into kathy's but uh so actually we both worked at the same company uh with the same boss 10 years ago 10 years ago yeah brad <laughs> wow. sparrow uh he was uh, on the board of directors mm -hmm. yeah. And he actually was the president of our company that we worked at DSL. Um, they're in Northwest Edmonton here. And uh, I guess I ended up uh, getting some good performance in at work. And I was given an uh, Edmonton Eskimos prize pack. So I gave nice. a shirt and a hat and some tickets. And the, the game uh, that we ended up going to that day was uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And the attendance was crazy. I think we had, you know, probably north of thirty-five thousand for that one, as as usual. Those lovely traveling riders fans. And uh, ever since that one game, I, I just fell in love instantly. The horns going, the fans clapping at each other it was uh, it was absolutely amazing. So I got addicted from that. And uh, you know, they had the northern kickoff a couple of years later, so that kind of uh, even dug me in further into. Edmonton Eskimos slash Edmonton Elks fandom. And then, uh, you know, Kathy and I got together around, you know, two and a half years ago. And I looked at her and I was like, well, we're going to have to go to Edmonton Elks games. Um, that's my thing in the summer. And at that point, I had never been to a single sports event. Really? Any hockey, any football. I had never been to any game. Baseball doesn't matter. So I was completely new to sports. I was one of those like yay sports because you know <laughs> no idea what I was looking at or what I was watching. So he took me to a game and I just I got hooked. It was oh, I fell awesome. in love and it was it was great. So ever since then we just continued going and it just became a very fun you know activity to do together. Turn into a hobby and then we were able we were very fortunate to turn that hobby into something else. So. Better late than never. Holy oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. Little late bloomer here, but <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, girl. So, um, obviously, you've been around the team for a while now, and you've actually attended things like Fan Day with your family. Um, do you guys have any favorite players on the current team or a past team that you especially love? Oh, my goodness. I think for us, I mean, sad that he's not with us anymore, but James Wilder. He became yeah. a favorite immediately just because of his engagement and how approachable he was. And uh, for my kids, too, I have two little boys and my oldest, you know, James Wilder came up to him directly yeah. when he was having a really rough day and it just turned it around for him. And it just he became a favorite. So sad that he's not here anymore. But with us, with us, with the Alex Wait, what? Well, I didn't catch that. New. What's going on? sound ominous, but yeah. yes. And then on on my end, I was in the you know I, I was at the Western final, the the legendary twenty fifth oh, yes. Western final, and 
you know, when you have the mayor of Commonwealth out there and uh, the rise of the likes of like Darrell Walker and Eric Grimes and of course the warrior Mike Riley. Um, I think I mentioned his name probably around 20 times. Oh yeah, this easy. Still. <laughs> yeah, a hunk, beautiful hunk of man meat that can throw the ball and run the ball and do it all. Like, it's, it's, I not like that guy. <laughs> Um, that's the first time I think anyone's really, uh, you know, called Riley a beautiful hunk of man meat on this on this show, anyway. On the but, show, yes, that's right. Yes, football, a beautiful I mean, football hunk of man meat. Oh, that, okay, yeah. I you said that's overtime. That's right. Yeah. Save it. Save it. Overtime. Yeah, that's that's usually where we head after that. All right, Kayla, your turn. Oh goodness me! I don't. How do you even like go on from that? <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if you maybe have already just hinted at it, but we all have so many memories, so it's hard to pick one, but what are your guys' favorite Alex memory, Eskel's memory since your inception of fandom? Ooh, I'll, I'll let you go over so I can chew on it and not say 2015. <laughs> <last year. laughs> yeah, it's okay if you do. <laughs> well, I mean... Ever since I started attending Edmonton Elks games, there has not been a single home win ever. So, so I have not fault. seen a win at home since I started attending the game. So I'm not going to say that, but I think it was just a tailgating, to be honest. That was, I had never experienced anything like that. And uh, every single game is fun. Every single game is great. But, but, you know, being able to attend that right before and have a blast and talking to people and just such a good ambience. That's my favorite part of every game. So Ooh, they close awesome. the every game card. Every game. Well, I, 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 have, yeah, I have, have no win, favorites. Okay? They're all they're all my sons. <laughs> so have you okay? <laughs> just to, to kind of I'll definitely come back to you, Scott, but have you ever been on a road game? Have you seen a win at all? <gasps> Nothing. I know. Wow. Well, that's oh, going to okay. fix on June 11th. The, no, but the fact that you go to Saskatchewan at one point. <laughs> we do have a, we do have a trip to uh, Toronto that's for too. the October 6th game. So nice. uh, you know, if all those we'll fails, then maybe we're betting on the same. We'll see. We'll see Toronto. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, Scott. Go ahead. Oh, no. So, I mean, uh, as far as favorite game, um, I'm not going to say 2015 Western Final <laughs> only because I've watched the I've watched the Turf District, you know, completely honored to be on uh, such a long running show, but um, and I so I have heard that response once or twice, but um, uh, the Northern Kickoff, 2015 nice. Northern Kickoff. Cool. Um, I'm from Fort McMurray, so I'm with my job with uh, my day job. Um, unfortunately, sometimes I'm traveling a lot and. I ended up going back up to Fort McMurray for some work, and uh, I actually had to work in Shell Shell Place, uh, 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 Mac Island, Mac Island is, as we call it. And uh, I walked in, and it was like 2014, I think, when I walked in, and there's Edmonton uh, Eskimo signs versus Riders, and this merchandise, you know, kind of being hinted at and XYZ, and I'm like, well, you know, first I was like kind of a little bit offended. I'm like, why are we losing a game in Edmonton? I mean, I don't even have season seats yet, but why are we losing a game in Edmonton? And then I was like, oh, wait a moment. It's in Fort McMurray. This is amazing. I have to come back up for this. So uh, the 2015 uh, Northern kickoff, Northern kickoff, it was just so sweet to see, you know, my hometown get transformed into a, a remote site game with the Eskimos as the home team. 
Um, throughout that game, the Eskimos ended up throwing the kitchen sink at the Riders to make sure that we got the win at home. Um, I remember Dexter McCoyle came out even late in the game, and uh, there's a lot of great memories with that. So I think if I had to pick another favorite game, um, that would be it. And especially, too, if you take a look at it, that was the beginning of a great 2015 championship oh, season absolutely. for the Eskimos. So yep. it's really, really hard to uh, hate on many games in that season, that's for sure. Very true. Very true. Um, both excellent picks. Um, now let's, let, let's switch over to the content side. You, you talked a little bit uh, about Barstool Sports, but what what made you want to start doing content uh, on the Elks? So, so that's, it's a really, really good question. Um, so we started Chalk on Sports trying to be Barstool. We, uh, everybody, yeah. when they start a meme page, they're like, oh yeah, like we're going to be Barstool. We're going to be, you know, the next big, uh, big content or media page sports network. And uh, I mean, we kind of did that and we never really monetized anything or did anything with it. We were just making memes every day. And uh, on one of our pages, Shotgun Sports, the Gridiron, I've actually been making Edmonton Eskimos memes um, and Edmonton Elks memes for as long as uh, I've, I've been a part of that brand. Um, so two years ago, I ended up getting the brand uh, given back to me uh, with full ownership rights and brand rights and XYZ. So I decided to pursue it further. Now, um, Allie, former employee of the Elks team store, she kind of reached out in one of the groups looking for influencers and i mean no offense by any means to anybody that is an influencer it's not necessarily what falls under shotgun sports it's not you know memes and influence not really not really the perfect mix there however um i kind of approached the elks and said hey you know fan the fans could use a little bit of a pick pick me up we don't really have much of this fan sided content you know we don't have much for memes out there um, what if we went ahead and tried to translate shotgun sports over to uh, a fan hub for the Edmonton Elks? So we actually worked alongside the Edmonton Elks for, <clears throat> for about, uh, about a month or two. We, you know, kind of threw it all, threw it all at the wall. Uh, very Victor Quee-esque. Uh, <laughs> we tried to, tried to pull as many stops as possible, see what sticks, see what doesn't. Uh, Catherine can definitely speak for the <laughs> sleepless nights in those two months. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. And then from there we started to gain some momentum. We realized that we could do it and we just continued on with it. And the number one reason why we do it is we're fans. We want to see the content and it's extremely rewarding to, you know, spread that around, around the fan base. And then in turn, the fans kind of get involved with it and get engaged. And, you know, they're kind of like remixing memes and remixing content and, um, you know, our hashtag meat stuff gets quoted. And <laughs> there's all sorts of silly stuff that happens with it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's for the fans. We're for the fans from the fans. So. Awesome. That is very cool. And, and Catherine, you do a lot of work on the website. Yes, for Shotgun Sports, and that's part of the Edmonton Alex as well. Yeah. So I am not, you know, big on being in front of the camera or doing a lot of these things. So I prefer to stay behind the camera and do a lot of the, you know, infrastructure, make sure that things work well. And, you know, but um, yeah, it's it's been really rewarding for sure. That's cool. Uh, now, obviously, you might be a couple of weeks younger than we are. Um, and that is sort of the demographic the team's been chasing for quite a while now. Um, 
So when you're talking to maybe your non-football friends, assuming any of us have any of those, uh, how do you describe like the game, the team, and to them? And how and do you are you able to entice some people to maybe come and check it out? say so we've had a couple of people that we talked about what we do and explained a little bit more about you know the fan mentality rather than oh let's just go watch football it's like no you gotta you gotta check this out even with the tailgater you know it's an experience it's gonna be so much fun oh it doesn't matter if you don't know football come along and we've had some friends that have wanted to come and see the games with us and i think it, it once you relate to people more on the fan side rather than have it as a sport, right? It, it kind of blurs that barrier and it makes it a lot more approachable for people to be like, oh, maybe I'll try that out instead of being afraid that they're not gonna understand what they're watching, right? right. And that's, that's kind of how I went into it as well, thinking that I was gonna be lost because I did not know football and I still had a blast. So yeah, you invite them for the party. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. a great approach. Yeah. <laughs> and then they if they love it, then they start learning more about mm -hmm. it and they start really getting into, you know, the technicalities of the sport and how it's played and more about the players, right? But it's getting a foot in the door first. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So obviously it's attention or uh, attendance and stuff has been a, a focal point of the CFL in as a whole. Um, and given the fact that you guys are inviting folks and they, they're wanting to come to the games, that's great. Uh, do you have any content planned around this year that is going to help, you know, bring some people in, uh, just, yeah, bring them in, try to, try to get them hooked on the game, just like you guys were. Um, so yeah, so as far as, as far as content goes, I mean, it's always the goal. We, we kind of tried to spread it around, um, more so as like a, a widespread scale um as far as like targeted for edmonton um what we've been doing is actually working with um other sports organizations like the shared park crusaders um this year for their playoffs we ended up greeting fans at the door with all of our edmonton elks gear on um uh, gave away our own altered stickers um there was uh, ticket giveaways as well and whatnot and we've kind of been working alongside with them to um, come up with an uh, Elkshirt themed night where once again we give away more tickets and bring uh, more brand awareness to the other parts of Edmonton, not, ne not just necessarily in Edmonton, but uh, trying to get to areas. the surrounding communities for sure. So, um, I mean, as far as content goes, um, can't tell you right off the top of my head. We always try to throw a, a hashtag join the herd on there <laughs> just to, like just to get everybody in. Uh, but, uh, you know, even then that, like, that's a great idea and even targeting that, um, maybe we'll try more TikToks. I don't know. Yeah. And see, like, I'm not, I'm not a dancer. I don't want to do the TikTok dance. I don't want to do any of that like i need a couple of beers uh you know like there's a there's a formula to get me to do some crazy dances we'll try some more of that to see if it brings more people in yeah <laughs> we can try scout i think this is a this is a perfect cross brand idea we could uh we, you know at the tailgate we'll just set up we'll have our dance and we'll post it on tiktok and people will be like yes. what the hell are these guys especially that old guy what is he doing exactly <laughs> amazing I mean, yeah. else heard revolution it'll be good <laughs> Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's a whole the see whole new ideas. I, I we're we we're gonna work together. It's amazing. Um speaking of right ahead, Andrew. Yeah, I, <laughs> come on now, Kamish. You're the better dancer than I am. We all know that. 
Come on. Facts, but now you can TikTok. just <laughs> you can just stare right at the camera and do all your things. It'll be amazing. Be amazing. Um, a bit of an inside joke, but still. Yes, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> um, so now talking about doing things together, uh, Kathy, you already mentioned tailgate and how much how important that is to you you guys are are very present at tailgate and um and i know you're doing lots of videos on there you're creating stuff right on the spot um what's what's your favorite part of tailgate what's the part that really draws you in no just talking to people mm -hmm. <laughs> you know just yeah. it everybody's so welcoming right it, it's absolutely it, it's incredible it's I come, um, I'm from Mexico originally. I was born and okay. raised and I come from that kind of society that everybody just kind of talks to each other and it's very friendly. And unfortunately I saw a little bit of a difference when I came to Canada and talking to a lot of people in Canada, it's a little bit of, there's a little bit of a disconnect with people, you know, they're a little bit more guarded. So walking into an environment where everybody just welcomes you with open arms and feeds you, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so, so it was, it's just that the talking to people, getting to meet new people, we made some really good friends, you know, and it was something that you look forward to every single time. Yeah, and I, I'd have to agree with Kathy. Um, there, there's something about, you know, connecting the dots in the tailgater because it is, it is, really is a thing. Technically speaking, everybody can be their own little island uh, in their lots, right? But the biggest parties are the lots that combine, you know, summer five, six, seven, eight, however many. Um, so for us, we get to bounce around and connect the dots and and bring that whole story together. And then what's cooking? I mean, we're we're lining up for our own tailgater spot, uh, which is okay. waiting on the confirmation <laughs> on it. But uh, the one thing that we will miss and the one thing that we're going to be a little bit sad to lose is what's cooking. I mean, we may still be able to pull it off, but um for us it, it was just amazing getting to connect the dots of the whole tailgater and you know in turn that kind of goes hand in hand once again with bringing people into it um there's people that have seen our content and they're like wow like that looks like a crazy time in there or even recently somebody had asked me like hey what's going on in the tailgater like do you have any shots of the tailgater and uh, i sent them the videos and you know they're pretty much flabbergasted and they didn't realize still even though we everybody's been advertising it including you guys as well um you know they're still kind of kind of flabbergasted that we have such a nice tailgater so uh yeah i mean every and i mean you take a look at the cordy crew in there uh brian kelly's been out there they got had like the uh, injured elks spot right. there so uh, it's cool to see the organization really, really push it, to see the alumni uh, get involved with everybody. It's 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 all around positives and really, really hard to uh, say no, say no to the tailgater, that's for sure at this point. So, well, I mean, we obviously all love the tailgate, but uh, for the diehards, that's one thing. But what would you do to increase the tailgate either experience people that are already there or get the word out to people. Ooh, I love this. I love this because we've, we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Um, I think where the tailgater could be better, obviously advertising, right? I think with the CFL in general, um, definitely not trying to speak extremely negatively about the CFL. The marketing is always kind of a, a sore spot for fans. 
Um, and I mean, overall, unless you're a season ticket holder, heavily involved uh, with the brand itself, sometimes you can actually miss the tailgater. They have me getting a lot better with advertising that. Right. Uh, but, you know, once again, you can always do better in that department, no matter what company you are and whatever you're representing. Now, um, the second part of that, uh, sorry, what was it again? <laughs> So uh, what would you do to increase the oh, existing experience? Yeah, so so that's the part that you and I had kind of briefly chatted mm. about there, Mike. Um, right now we have a big group of parkers in the middle of something that we're trying to make cohesive. Right. So that's why, you know, once again, for us, connecting the dots is part of that fun because we get to, you know, add to the cohesion. We get to bring it all together. When you have all the parkers in there that are, you know, not necessarily – supporting or promoting the tailgate experience and nothing nothing wrong with the parking spots there's there's nothing wrong with having a parking spot for game day that's definitely not what we're saying but you know if the elks were to move the specific you know the specific parkers into let's say you know a part of lot b or maybe another lot in the area that's you know a similar walking distance for their for their uh, entrances then i think that would be a great idea because we would kind of want to see like a nice big concentration where once again, you have the people that are uh, combining lots six to seven to eight in a row. Um, you know, you have something like that. It's magical. Now, if we had that as the whole tailgate with, you know, no missing chunks, uh, that would be absolutely beautiful. I cannot agree more with that. Yeah, they need to. We, we want to have everybody who's taking part. You want to get the participation there. Like, great. Yes, you have a parking spot, but pull up and be a part of it. Decorate your car. Have you know pull out a small barbecue or or bring hell bring a bucket of chicken? I don't bring care. Just, 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 just yeah, park your bicycle and strap on one of those butane. <laughs> uh, there you, you go. Know, you know we can figure it out. Somebody will come out. With a bit of supply, bring one of these. You know, we're a community out there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pop open a cooler and have some like candy. Everyone will yeah, visit yeah. you if you have oh, candy. Yeah. Yes. Get some chocolate. <laughs> See, like, I mean, that's, that's what we're saying with the tailgater. As long as you're not just using parking. the spot for parking and that's yeah. it, then you're yeah. part of the community. And, you know, without, without those, without people like yourselves, without, you know, us promoting it, without the Cordy's in there, you know, trying to one up everybody every single freaking week, you know, <laughs> shout out to Brian, shout out to Terry, <laughs> shout out to the crew. But I mean, they're always, you always got to try to beat them. So it, it, no matter what, there's a little bit of competition. Uh, it's lots of fun. So. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've, this is a sore point for me because when I go to tailgate, I actually really don't venture around so i think i've seen maybe a third total and it's just because i've had to like walk through it so that's a real shame on me i have to this year i think i'm going to make an attempt to actually like visit some more tents and meet some more people so i need you guys to be my walking shoes right now and take me around tailgate what were your favorite food options drink drink options that you've had so far Ooh. that's Okay, for food, uh, last year in the tailgater, somebody I was actually running a really nice warming box, and yes, uh, they had lamb. It, yes, it was lamb. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was delicious. Lamb. Really? <laughs> unexpected. Here I thought you were going to say the poutine at the <laughs> turf district, but fine. That's okay. Lamb's Tacos different. in a bag. 
That's right. Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Taco Bell. That, that was the first up. for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm from Mexico, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> what do you mean you're putting a taco in the bag? <laughs> Dory Loco. <That's> great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, we. I mean, we also had a couple of whiskey shots there. Um, you know, another another favorite is uh, those guys that have the uh, the vintage double E helmets there on the end. Right. Yeah. By the porta potties. Yeah. They have all the rings. So they're always a favorite stop. We always make sure uh, to stop by them. Brian Kelly was going hard on the uh, on the veggie kebabs this yeah. year. <laughs> it was like we went by three times in a row, and we're like, man, we're not even gonna ask what's cooking. Like we're gonna let you know just be in peace. We know what's cooking. Just veggie <laughs> well, and of course, there's the spirit of Edmonton side, which is also also always amazing. The sluice I mean, use, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yes. anytime you can get anywhere near Janelle, it's worth it, Jan right? Oh, Janelle, yeah, uh, Jan Janelle, she definitely had some good ones this year. Uh, oh, the yeah. sluice juice cupcake, actually, that was mm. uh, yeah. just reviewed that footage the other day. It was absolutely <laughs> amazing. I remember the note, the notes, <laughs> the notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it it's an amazing it's an amazing time, um, and we have lots of fun things planned for the tailgate this year. Mike is uh, working on the the menu, yeah. and uh, we're going to probably be doing a bit of content from there uh, this year as well. So, and now that Kayla is going to be doing touring, I think Kayla should be doing that, uh, doing content on that. Oh, uh, it's Instagram a remote. To say, this is her. This is her. She can just tour like one spot and have that each. Maybe we'll we'll gang up. This will be amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Do a spot every week, you know. Right. I know yeah. at one point we're looking at doing a chili cook-off, right? Yeah. You know, that's we're planning on that and see if we can get more spots involved and have a little competition between tailgaters. Really? Who I like has, it. Uh, who has yes. the best chili? Yeah, so. turf district exclusive. We may or may not be working with the turf district this year to bring everybody an amazing chili cook-off. Where I love it. Uh, Brent may get the throne. I mean, Brent Corey may indeed get the throne by. Uh, no, no. Now that now that we all know it's a competition. See, then then it'll be different. We'll have to have uh, we'll we'll get the injured Elks guys to come be the refs, and they can, uh, they can be the judges. Judges, yeah, that's... offensive lineman. That's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> Just Travis Curro when we need him. Come yeah, on now. Yeah. 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 Well, they will. He'll, he'll help us out. Um, before we get to some fan questions, um, last one that I have for, for you guys up front is um, we always talk. I mean, we talked about it as the Eskimo way. We talked about it now as the EE way. Um, and, and just, you know, as fans, that obviously means something to us. So what, what does the EE way mean to you guys? you answer that oh um <laughs> you know it, it's gonna be bone it's gonna it's gonna be bone um the e way i mean obviously community is a huge deal to that uh it's you know kind of like that green and gold mentality now as far as the brand itself when you see you know either the vintage w's or the elks logo um bone bone Dwayne mandrusiak jed roberts um kind of like that era that grit <clears throat> and now especially with the state of the organization right now uh going winless over the last two years it's perseverance uh our, our fan base i mean I, I, everybody has made all of the jokes and we've had to put uh the foot the ankle uh probably the thigh also in the mouth like i mean we've had to eat crow 
like there's no tomorrow <laughs> over the last uh, last year, right? But we we still had the third most uh, attendance on average this year. The fan base hasn't, you know, hasn't exactly taken that much of a hit. Of course, it has taken a hit. We're, you know, we're definitely not blind uh, to that fact, but. Uh, it's it's about perseverance now. It's about community. It's about perseverance, and uh, it's about optimism too. I think I would add tradition on onto that, and I just see Excellent. it because you know, for myself, growing Ooh. up without sports and not having that tradition, and now that I can give that to my children and have that game day, oh, it's game day mentality, and have them be excited for the Edmonton Elks is just. A part of a new tradition that we're now building and that's how a lot of fans see it as well oh i like that yeah Absolutely. outstanding outstanding all right super fan do we have uh <laughs> any fan questions in there that we need to talk about well let's bring it uh, back up there um uh tim capper does say great job at the combine andrew that was uh this oh, episode thanks. was outstanding thank you yeah we're uh, we're going to talk about the combine in just a second but uh just on that note uh if you check out the youtube page uh there's uh five or six short videos there uh just with some different conversations both uh surrounding the elks and then some of the guys that were uh, out on the field um was great to chat with them and uh that was our our first foray into doing things uh videos on the spot which me grow a little bit this year so uh mm. more stuff i think they turned out very well so uh i i'd love any feedback uh, that any of you have uh when you watch those videos uh send us your feedback on what you thought of them and then we'll try and do more of that but uh thank you so much tim and uh, while you're talking about tim i understand this is fan questions but i need to put this in here if you haven't listened to the latest uh, alouette's flight deck you need to it's two hours with Kevin Glenn and it is unbelievable. Nice. It is so good. And him being aware of the wandering glens like gave me goosebumps. Like it was amazing. Uh, and I hope that we get to set up at Grey Cup this year uh, with Kevin Glenn and the wandering glens because that was just amazing. So please check out their show. It was really, really good. Awesome. Tim does say that uh, hoping that they can do just as well as you did at the uh, Al's trading camp. Of course, it says trading camp in May. Well, it is the Alouettes. I mean, maybe they decide to trade guys that week. That's you right. never know. Like, I mean, they fire coaches right before yeah. training camp. So you never know these things. I mean, you have to be prepared. Uh, Steven's asking, Scout, where's the horn? <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, you stick around for overtime. I will destroy everybody's speakers and microphones. Oh, oh, yeah. He actually uses it as a discipline device for our over here. If they get into trouble, he brings up the horn for the cat. So it works. It works. Yeah. That's fantastic. It gets used even, you know, off season. <laughs> Got to keep it warmed up, you know. Got to keep it warmed up. Uh, what else we got here? Um, uh, Chris Agar says he's hoping to stretch his perfect away viewing record, which is to four and zero in away games this year. Uh, I may be the only non-employee fan that has seen the EE win each of the last two seasons. <laughs> Probably not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Jeez, how's bragging camp, Chris? Exactly. <laughs> no, that. no, that's good. <laughs> Tim Capper says that Montreal doesn't count. Cliff and I don't recognize that as a real game. I remember the game ending after the third quarter due to weather with the Owls leading. 
That oh. sounds very much like the 1989 Grey Cup that didn't happen. Correct. Um, uh, we've got a, a new person in the chat, a flowing grace who is enjoying this. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, we welcome. Love to see yes. new faces around. Uh, I've never been to a tailgate party and I've been fanned for a long time. In fact, I was even a knothole gang member. Whoa. Well, you got to come to the tailgate. Yeah, you have that. to come meet us. We can't I, wait to chat with you about that. I've, yeah. I've invited her many times, but you yeah, maybe show one day she'll show up. We'll one see. Day. I hope so. Uh, Leanne says that uh, her anxiety does make uh, tailgate a bit intimidating. Well, you know, you can always just hide behind us, right? I mean, we've right. got food. We'll have a TV right. going, maybe watch some games. You can maybe. just tune everyone else out. You never know. Yeah. Just come you don't here. even have to walk through tailgate. Just come up over the hill. <laughs> right. Just sit, just sit on the hill. Yeah. Over and the walk. berm and there you go. People watch. People watch. We'll, we'll bring you food. We'll, we, yeah, we'll serve you. Yeah, those big sunglasses, everything. <laughs> totally Hollywood. It'll be awesome. Nobody will big floppy hat. I can't great. wait to see James come out with like the the the, the patio chair and like <laughs> and <just laughs> open down. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. Um uh, Len Lunas says, I'm joining some gingerbread rum to Janelle. All right. Ooh. We're in. Hey, there's a BC Lions fan in your house. Um, <laughs> the, um, no, that sounds amazing. Yeah, we can never go wrong there. Uh, lots of people talking about the uh, chili cook-off. Chris Agar, sure. of course, was a, was a cook, is yeah. in. I'm like, well, that's okay. Oh, no. There's like a ringer now. Ooh, now we have cooks here? Oh, man. I know. Um, our our good friend Mick Ozzy says he loves CFL tailgating. He gets annoyed if I can't get there in time. Amen. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Me too. We've, we've seen Mick around the tailgate, though. He makes it. Yeah, he does. Uh, Mick. Yep. Uh, Derek Mapstone wants to know how many Twitter feeds do Scout and Kathy have? Twitter Twitter feeds, like as in separate separate feeds, separate accounts. Yeah. Yeah. We have so yeah we have the Elksherd. Um, and then we have our own personals, so Scout SES and then Trader K. <laughs> and then on top of that, um, as far as Shotgun Sports goes, so we have the Winnipeg Hangar, which is a new a new uh, fan hub that we've started up. Um, nice. I have a Jets fan and a, and a Bombers fan, uh, so naturally Hangar made sense. Yeah. And uh, so he's trying to he's trying to do the same thing uh, for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and that Winnipeg. Uh, you know the whole Winnipeg City, so for sports, so uh, we have that going, and then uh, the Stallion Stampede, which is um, our USFL Birmingham Stallions uh, fan hub. So we have uh, we have we have a couple of them going on. We made do one for Shotgun Sports just to kind of get our general content out there, a little bit of you know the five or six or seven pages. But um, I mean that's that's definitely down the pipe. So we'll keep everybody posted once we launch that one. Awesome. Uh, Leanne has a great idea for tailgate. She thinks she should get the uh, little fire truck to pull a wagon behind it like a trolley and make stops at every tailgate. Nice. Oh, I nice. like this idea. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, That'd exactly. Be great for kids. They it would absolutely be. love that. You know, if they can go around and getting a little bit like a treat or a candy or a cupcake. Yeah. It would be fantastic. <laughs> Careful of the cupcakes. Okay. <laughs> the kid friendly the cupcakes. Yeah, not those, <laughs> not cupcakes. those cupcakes. Right. There we go. Um, Rory uh, from GP, a uh, long time watcher. Yes. I like our league schedule overall. There's pros and cons, but wondering if anyone from TD Pod or Scout and Kathy really wish we had our club featured on the Thanksgiving Day games. Ooh, Ooh 
Interesting. What yeah. do you guys think first? Um, yeah, I think I think that also kind of goes in line with how people have felt about the Labor Day Classic uh, lately. Um, it does get a little bit stale when it's the same teams uh, year in year out, right? So I like. I mean, I'd love to see see them mix it up a little bit better with that. Um, I don't. I don't think we've ever like. When was the last time we actually had a home game for Thanksgiving? It's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. We did yeah. at one point for sure. I remember the, the Odell thing, the gobble, gobble, gobble. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From the east to the west, right? It's, yeah. a, it's an absolutely brilliant <laughs> clip. But yeah, Rory's right. Rory's right. Yeah. Uh, what do you feel about that, Kayla? Yeah, I agree. I mean, any any additional games at home, especially on a, a long weekend, I'm always up for that game. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Funny. Super fan? Yeah, I mean, it used to be, we used to be terrible on Thanksgiving years and years ago. <laughs> they always referred to it in the paper as our Thanksgiving turkey uh, of a game. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like any idea where you know that there's a game going to be in a certain date, like the Labor Day home and home. You can plan around it, right? You don't need the schedule to know that on Labor Day, yeah. I'm going to be in Calgary. On the following Saturday, I'll be at home watching the team play. Yeah. So if you can have some of those rivalries, and it doesn't have to be the traditional ones, you can create new ones yeah. and have them, you know, it could be us versus BC or Montreal or, or Hamilton, whatever, and hopefully get some people that know that every Thanksgiving, Sunday or Monday, you're going to have a football game to go to. I know that Montreal has kind of had that tradition over the, yeah. in the past of having the Monday game. And I think the, I think the last couple of years they were trying with, Montreal and Ottawa on that Monday usually yeah. to try and kind of start that rivalry, which I kind of, I, I do kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't really want to take away from the Montreal tradition of having it on a Monday mm -hmm. because they're not usually as involved in the Labor Day weekend. They're either on the, the Friday or something mm -hmm. along those lines. So it's kind of cool to give them the Monday, yeah. but I would love to have a Sunday game. Um, sure. When, uh, when I sat up in, in section K two, uh, we had our little, 16 seat football family that we all sat together and every time the game was on the weekend or very close to thanksgiving we would do a potluck in the seats and oh, everyone would bring a different meal and you all these bowls are handing around all these seats and the plates and the whole bit and it was a blast and it, it was something that we looked forward to every year so um so yeah i i would love to see that be part of it for sure yeah rory is reminiscing uh 2011, 2014. Uh, in 2011, we mathematically eliminated the Riders. It was amazing. Uh, that was a 17 to one game. It was a pretty, pretty sweet game. game. Yeah. And then in 2004, uh, we had Thanksgiving against Montreal as well. So that was another another win by us, right? So it was great. I was gonna say that one's got to be the Hamilton fans trying to wreck everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meow as it comes around, it's like what? what's going on. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, amazing. All right. Well, thank you everyone for the questions and throw more questions in there because uh, we will have overtime afterwards that yeah. we'll get to to chat more on those as well. Uh, let's go quickly to the CFL combine. You guys uh, were there taking part for some of it. Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, what you were able to see? Yeah. So the CFL combine, um, it was actually, it was well put on. Um, I do know that there is a little bit of uh a little bit of issues with media passes. So like, I mean, we didn't even technically get ours. We kind of 
uh, ended up getting a virtual pass more so. Uh, okay. But good guy Lucas over at uh, hey buddy over at uh, <laughs> CFL there he managed to get us in. So once yeah. we made it to the other side of the glass, we got to see your beautiful face, Andrea, and then um, yeah, they, which, uh, which Andrea you're talking to? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah. I, I think what was really, really cool about the combine was the fact that they actually gave media an opportunity to get an actual look, to actually get a little bit of uh, footage um, instead of just, you know, kind of being barricaded there, um, you know, letting us on the turf and getting getting a really good informed opinion of uh, the athletes that we're looking at. And basically it's the same, same view as all of the other uh, GMs and scouts and head coaches and whatnot. So I think that part of it was absolutely amazing. Um, and then of course the turnout too, uh, there was actually, we saw quite a few fans. Um, Mike, I know that Mike was there the day after us, so we didn't see how busy it got specifically on the weekend, but um, it was really good. I think that the class was uh, rather good. I think, the uh, global roster this year was was a little bit more powerful than something that we've seen in the past. So, yeah, it was really, really good. We enjoyed it. Awesome. Kayla, what did you think from what you saw? And I know you had your moment, so I want you to talk about it. Oh, goodness. So all the time I was there, every time I saw Pinball, I was like, Andrew, Andrew, Pinball, it's Pinball. I'm pretty sure he was annoyed by me by the end of it. But uh, yeah, Saturday rolls around and uh, Combine's over. Andrew and I are just out in, is it Saturday? Yeah, yeah Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And who comes on the opposite end of the little foyer area but pinball? And I started like, <laughs> like squeeing very internally. But uh, he was walking towards us. So we got, a, we got a chat in for about 20, 20 some minutes. And oh my gosh, Kate. That man is just, he oozes joy and like goodness. And we, when we were talking, this little boy came up to him and was like, excuse me, Mr. Pinball, can I get a picture with you? Oh. <laughs> and and Pinball made him like the king of the moment. And he was talking to him, got a photo with him, got all his friends together around for a photo. And then he's like, son, let me go buy you an ice cream. And then they go and get ice cream. And I just like, and then did he say, I'll get you a hot dog too? And well, yeah, it, it was, was too much. It was the kid's birthday. And he's like, that's your birthday. Oh, oh come with me. We're going to grab you. And I get all for all your friends. And we're like this. But when pinball turned to him and said, um, he said, oh, you know what? Yes, I can get, you can have a picture with me. And you know what? Thank you for being so polite and asking your question. I'm just like, this guy is on all the time. And he's just amazing. But it's, it's not even on. That's like, just who just he him. is. Like, it's, he's just yeah. genuine. He's just good. Like, yeah. uh, it's like, you know, when you, they say never meet your heroes. And <laughs> <laughs> you do when you're like, no, that's just because he is so authentically him like there's no pretense at all nope. he's not pinball he's just michael clemens like <laughs> just, just good good people and then we got to meet auntie valerie Nas morgan oh my gosh that woman is my oh i really hope and his mother too wonderful people niles was so nice and oh i just like Everything you expect the CFL to be was like that weekend when you actually got to meet some of the players and Calvin McCarty, like 
the fact that he knew who I was. And I know like I've talked to him a bunch of times, but it still blows my mind that they know who you are. And you're just like, me? Who am I? Like you're Calvin McCarty. <laughs> right? It's just, it's it's such a pleasure. And this is why I love the CFL. This is quintessential CFL. This is the family. These are the players. And, you know, oh, I can't. I, and then oh, Ed Hervey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, it was great to talk to him, too. Yeah. Um, and Tanner yeah. Green, the shout out. He is so nice, too. And he talked to us for a good 20 minutes as yeah. well. Like, oh, goodness me. Yeah. Some good, good folk we have in this league. Oh, I'm like sweating. I'm <laughs> <so> <laughs> <excited>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, probably missing something. <laughs> oh, no, that was great. Uh, what about you, super fan? Uh, I mean, I think the part I liked most was just seeing football again and seeing some of the football family. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. great to see, uh, to get a chance to talk with so many of the people. Uh, Mick Goswies was there. We got to sit and talk for quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, which is always great. Uh, our friend Ken was there mm-hmm. as well. Um, and yeah, just so many other people that I didn't even know were going to be there. Just, all of a sudden bumping into them and just getting to talk football again um getting to see um the gate like so close even behind the glass was really cool as well you really get to appreciate how fast some of these kids are how uh strong how you know into the game they all are is just a really cool thing you don't get to see at a practice because these are guys really trying to just show off and impress versus worrying about Am I getting the right steps? Am I doing, you know, getting the right, right, everything else. So I really liked it a lot. I'm hoping we can do it again. Oh, yeah. I have two shout outs. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead. First shout out. Sarah Saeed. Yes. Girl is yes. on fire. Love her. So shout out to you. And then shout out to Donovan. Alumba. What is, yes. Oh, Donovan Alumba. was maybe the best thing to watch rivaling the actual combine he was so involved and cheering the guys on and like practicing moves like he was such a you could feel his enthusiasm it actually was like vibrating off of him that guy is dope (laughs) yeah yeah and i i laughed because i was standing out and chatting with uh kobe godwin because he had come on the one day and Donovan was down watching and they connected on this big pass and all you hear is Donovan going, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's pointing at the guys. And it was, it was amazing. Like he was just getting excited about the game. And so, yeah, I, I thought that was very, very cool. Um, I, I got a chance to talk to uh, Alicia, uh, which I haven't seen nice. since last year. And um, and she's got a promotion. So, no, she's yes. the director of football ops. And she's amazing. And yes. uh, it was so cool to catch up with her. Um, actually had a couple of chances to kind of uh, listen in a little bit with Chris Jones talking with the other coaches uh, and him also talking with some of the guys. Um, they were doing the jumping, the, the vertical jump. And G-Roy's in the middle, uh, like, watching the guys go. And Jones is in the back talking to all the guys. Oh, what do you think about this? They're just gabbing away. It's, like, <laughs> it's like amazing, right? So, um, and then, you know, again, even just the media guys, getting to see Dave and Morley again, um, getting a chance to hang out with uh, Mark Steven. Um, I, I got to meet Dwayne Ford for the first time and then had a really, really good conversation with him on the Sunday, which... You know, 
I, like I was, it, it, he's an amazing dude and he has so much experience. It was really, really cool to have that, that conversation. So um, there were a couple of guys that I actually watched play too. And, uh, and they were great. Uh, there was a guy named Baggy Yogo and he is a uh, DB. And I swear, if you didn't know, he just from his stance and Alicia actually pointed this out to me and she nailed it. For the way he stood, the way he moved, the way he looked, it was James Wilder Jr. in a small package. Oh. Like he had the same long neck, the same, even just the way he stood, it was like, you're James. It was like, weird. Yeah, it was crazy. And he stood out and played very well. Um, the other one um, that kind of stood out to me was Clark Barnes, one of the receivers. Um, very, very fast, very long um made made guys look a bit silly um so i i like that um and uh and then our our uh u of a guys jake taylor jake was taylor, great yeah. um he really you know looked really good um uh, even um now his name is absolutely escaping me the the receiver um shoot his name's not going to come to me but uh, i even interviewed him you can see his video it's Rosary. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Follow us on YouTube and you can find out what name I'm trying to find in my head. <laughs> um, genuine guy, but just really speedy and uh, made some great plays, uh, especially in the uh, the Skelly plays. So um, lots of excitement for guys that uh, will be drafted into the CFL uh, within uh, two weeks. Yeah. And Actually, two weeks too. today okay. will be yeah, the second. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Yep. Can't wait. I'm going to be in Victoria <clears throat> hanging out with Paul Reckner watching the draft. It's going to be fun. Nice. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I'd like to, Chris Jones did say they were talking about the 12 on 12 and he said, uh, you're building a football team, not a track team. <laughs> so the 100%. team practices are a yeah. real benefit. So um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, it did sound too like Carter O'Donnell was in town um and that uh jones and Ooh. and uh g-ray were talking to him so uh they're gonna have to wait a little bit yet but yeah it sounds like he was he was in town so that's not a bad thing i'll take it be exciting no doubt um all right so like i said elks have five picks in the first 28 in two weeks um i'm sure they are going to have some type of draft parties we will retweet out when we find out more about so exciting um you guys do you think jones is gonna pull a trade again like he did last year it's a deeper draft yeah so we'll see but never unexpected yeah yeah just make it fun uh all right couple of really quick signings i want to talk about before we get to hoard and tell um now there was the april fool's day joke i don't know if you guys yeah. caught that that g roy simon was coming that was back a joke to play. <laughs> Mike already bought his T-Ray jersey. He's all set to go. Yeah, I got my 81. We're good to go. We're ready. Yeah. Uh, That was great. I I did enjoy that one. Um, Quarterback, uh, Jarrett Doji? Daggy. Daggy. There you go. His brother, Seth, played in for the Rockets. There you go. Yep. Lovely. Uh, Let's bring him on. Now, for one of the greatest names of all time, we just want him to make the team just for this. Uh, Offensive line, your majesty Sanders. Yes. If he's 
I if he makes it through training camp, he will be our first guest on this show. <laughs> because excuse me, your majesty. Excuse me. <laughs> it plays in with Commonwealth Stadium so I well. Like, yeah. like you know, like I, I need to know how you got that name and what nicknames do you have? I do from you don't your need a nickname. No, it's amazing. So good. Uh defensive back Kalen Hicks, defensive back Marcus Lewis, who did have some time in Ottawa, uh, was here and released before 2020. 21 season i believe um defensive back josh adawumi and offensive line eric brown just today yeah so eric brown and your majesty sanders Hmm, interesting yeah talk about uh brown back again brown was here in 2021 yeah absolutely so um yeah there's going to be some uh, i mean a lot you're seeing a lot of the guys coming in now that are the training camp guys to see kind of where that all lands but uh but it is that time of year uh you talked about it a little bit earlier there kathy uh with releases unfortunately uh running back james wilder jr not able to come back and and play the sport that he loves uh we know that he was dealing with that injury and and of course all of our thoughts are with you james and and uh you know if you're ever in edmonton make sure you come by the tailgate and hang out with us because uh he, he is an amazing dude in the community yeah um also released was uh quarterback vincent testaverde jr mm-hmm. we hardly knew ye hardly yeah. knew ye. that's right yeah <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah. that's kind of how it works. But uh, would have been cool to see in the back of uh, an Elks jersey, though. Right? See, Testavert. That would have been neat. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Doesn't doesn't always work. That Someone way. else will have a kid. It'll be fine. <laughs> Someone. Someone will have a kid. Okay. Probably. Yeah. You know. All right. Excellent. Uh, all right, super fan. You ready for some uh, horde and tell? Uh, yeah, sure. I've got something that is en route. Didn't quite make it in time for today, so we'll have to hold that one off till May. Uh, right. But something I did get in, uh, things I love are press photos. So I've been uh, lucky enough to track down some photos that were used, uh, usually, you know, Canadian press or uh, maybe the Toronto Star, things like that. Um, and eventually they sort of just get rid of them, blow them out kind of thing Mm -hmm. so just a few of these ones here mostly 70s and early 80s here's a great shot from i think the 1979 uh, gray cup there we are hopefully you can see that yeah i Uh, see one danny kepley in there yeah that 42 guy probably is going to stick around a little bit right so uh yeah that was i heard he was okay tom towns uh from the 81 gray cup here's a lovely shot of uh, oh, cool! Our defense versus their offense, or our offense versus the defense type of thing. So that's pretty cool. Very cool. Here's I like one. how they make the little bulky guys in there, just so yeah. you know what they're. Yeah, football exactly. Yes. No, those are the hoggies. Um, <laughs> from the uh, this would be 1980. So this was Ooh. the final game of the regular season, 1980 versus Montreal. Uh, that looks like we game. just made a bad play, but uh, okay. ah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. We won that game, so that's Excellent. all that matters. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah. And then some of the a little more easier to see. This one I think we'll like a little bit oh. more specifically for maybe right around. Oh, here. I like that one. Yay! Yeah. You can see the hair peeking down there, so yep. you know that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, this is from 1981. You can see the Don Warrington patch on Mr. Larry Highbaugh. Oh, very nice. And uh, Mr. Joe Holloman behind him. That's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, This one. Friend of the show, Joe Holloman. Exactly. From the 81 Grey Cup again. 
There's Mr. Jim Germany. Oh, nice. Like that one. Absolutely great guy. A new Wall of Honor guy. And my personal favorite, again, from the 81 Grey Cup, two guys that retired the right after that game. But there they are, sipping from the cup. So Bob Howes, the center, who came out of retirement to play in that game, and some guy named Tom Wilkinson. Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> yeah, like some guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sipping from his uh, fifth Grey Cup win there. So, yeah, not wow. too bad. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, those are very cool. And then, uh, yeah, one more thing. Uh, not a photo, but a I kind of picked okay. up um, from a guy on Facebook named oh. Edward, who does some custom work. All right. Then. Um, maybe you'll know a little about this. I might. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think this would be kind of neat here. Hey. Yeah. It'd be kind of neat if Look, maybe because there's oiler plates out. Maybe we, uh, Victor, can make a, a an actual legitimate <clears throat> elk's plate. Wouldn't that be cool on the front of everyone's car or back of the car? Calling Victor, calling Victor. Yeah, just saying. Yep, we are manifesting here. Come on, right. man, give us exactly. the plates. So if uh, if anyone else wants something like that, it's just a custom plate that you can put whatever you want on there. Uh, let me know. It's a guy named Edward on Facebook. I can hook you up. That's fantastic. That's yeah, fantastic. Cool. I like that. Uh, speaking of Victor, um, he did a little sit down with yeah. uh, Justin Dunk from Three Down. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch that video? Yeah. Uh, anything that stood out for you uh, in in that chat? Uh, I, I I picked lots of things up from it, but uh, anything that stood out for you guys individually? Um, on our end, I think, uh, I watched it, I watched it twice. I want to say, um, the one is obviously taking a look at what the Alps have done and then hearing it, uh, from Victor specifically, as far as, uh, throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks, uh, the Alps ran through so many processes last year. Um, you know, they tried to, they tried to run so many different little promos, so many little collaborations, and uh, he went ahead and confirmed that. The other big thing is obviously they are banking on that guaranteed win ticket. Uh, they see that they're, <laughs> they they are they are banking on themselves. They believe that they're going to get that uh, home win right out the gate. So that's another big one. And then uh, lastly, on our end, I think it's absolutely. Um, I mean, it's not hilarious, but I guess it's astonishing. It's astonishing how many people still a year later. Uh, have a conversation with Victor and they walk away saying, wow, uh, this took too long. I really apologize that this took so long, but this was a fantastic interview. This was great. I can feel your energy. As even you guys, when you guys had that, uh, had him on your episode there, um, you know, about a year ago, uh, same thing. You guys walked, or walked away saying the same thing as Justin Dunn. So um, just, you know, it's, it's great signs. Uh, nothing but optimism. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, sorry, I, I wasn't laughing at your comment. I was laughing because Cliffy. Cliffy D with another winner in the comment section of YouTube. That's not winner. <laughs> no, that's not winner. He asked if WNR4KLA is available for the license nice. plate. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh wow! Just a little bit though. Only we could find a way to have fire truck you unpleasant on a on a on a 
license plate anyway oh god that was well done Kofi, you caught me again that was wonderful uh really enjoyed that okay uh commissioner did you watch the chat with victor yeah i did kind of when I, while i was at work it was on okay. in the background but i think just the the biggest thing that always stands out to me and it, it never ceases to astonish me how humble and grateful he is despite having another season kind of in the dumps i mean we did better than the previous year so one game more in the w column um but he's just he realizes that there's still a lot of work to be done but that optimism while it kind of ebbs and flows it never actually gets put out and he's just it's contagious when you watch him you can't help like our team could suck even more so and he could speak and i'm like yeah you're right i have there is hope and i have optimism and i do believe in this team dang it right so he just he he knows how to rally the troops and i just i really pray that it um a home win and i think that he can feel it the fans can feel it so i don't know he's just i just love his genuine authenticity and his passion and love for the sport but also for Edmonton and the community and the organization and the fans and that he takes time to actually read comments listen to the fans and goes around and talks to them heck he's at tailgate for goodness sake right so he's I mean I just love listening to him he should write a book and put it on audible and narrate it Ooh. Yeah, yes. I'd buy it. I I'd buy I'd that. Buy yep, yeah. absolutely. Uh, anything else from you, super fan? Yeah, I mean, uh, anytime you can see Victor speak, especially for a long time, about his approach to sports management, um, it's like a masterclass, really, because it's just one of those things that he takes a lot of ideas that um, a lot of us, maybe nobody expands on it and shows how it's getting implemented. And that's really key. Like talking about, you know, getting a thousand people down and, and getting them to maybe, you know, see one game and hoping that someone will turn into season ticket holders. Um, and just his experience from, uh, from one to coming to the Elks. It's just one of those things that I think everyone really needs to go and watch it and understand their approach, not just to last season and this season, but, five years down the road. And I think uh, it's a bit of a breath of fresh air than rather than saying the usual cliches about how they're going to get people to, to come. It sounds like he's, while he does take a lot of ideas and throw them against the wall to see what sticks, he does have some ideas that are very well thought out, uh, well-researched and uh, from his experience before, I think are going to go a long way to bringing more fans into those stands. Yeah. And he always elevates the people around him too. Yeah, I think that's a substantial thing where he talks about the organization and he always sings their praises of the people he works with alongside. Like it's very much, it feels like it's very much a linear thing where he's not up here giving direction. He's elevating he's people and he is, he really, really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way. And uh, the other part, yeah, all you guys touched on all the things that, that I was thinking, but also just the way that he, talks about Chris Jones and their relationship and how they call each other at 11 o'clock at night, because that's the time that they both have. And they talk about how, you know, foot, what football things are going to happen. And to me, that's, you know, that's dedication. Not that I had any doubt, but it's just, you know, I, I, I like to know that they have that relationship too, because that's important for the success of the team is that they're both kind of on the same page and, and not getting in each other's way. So, right. uh, 
So I, I really liked that part. So, um, yeah, as always, Victor, continue to do amazing interviews and uh, we'll see you in May on the show. Right. Victor? Yeah. Yeah. We're working on it. Okay. Um, got to have a return. We told, we told you have a return. Um, now, Speaking of all the things that he's doing, we talked about theme nights. Uh, I'm going to list these off really quickly yeah. because they have all the theme nights. So May 27th is against Winnipeg and it's new to football. Um, June 11th is against Saskatchewan when we get our first home win. And that is the Canadian Armed Forces Appreciation. So that means home opener with a flyover. Yeah. Does not get any better than that. That's uh, perfect. Oh, I'm so excited that that whole game is going to be amazing. Uh, June 25th is against Toronto is 90s night. Um, Mike, you and I have already suggested that they should bring back the entire windbreaker outfit that we yes. can wear to these oh, uh, in great. green and gold. I think that that should, I think I that's like a, that. I think, <laughs> well, they got might, a new stocking of something. We might have to do it with like turf district and then we can all be like, <laughs> all right. right. Yes. But they have, you know, Turf district. Perfect. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. That could be an elk's herd. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So yeah. Cool. Be awesome. Yeah. It. It's coming. Back to back pictures. I, I it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, July 13th against Hamilton. Salute to service. So I, I'm not sure on that one. I got to figure out what that's all going to yeah. be. Uh, July 29th. I mean, why bother going? It's against BC and it's country night. Really? Yeah, right? I said the same thing. Like country night. <laughs> it's like that night is going to be annoying. <laughs> we love our country. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. With my boots <laughs> on. <laughs> country. Oh, I wonder okay. if we're going to get like a country artist. I would assume that we're going to have right. a halftime. Brett Kissel. I was going to say probably Brett Kissel. That's the only Alberta. Oh, I think there's a Gord Bamford as well. Oh, yeah. You mean oh, right. at West of his time? Like we don't need yeah. to, yeah, that's West of his time. Um, especially <laughs> that night. Okay. Uh, August 10th against Winnipeg again, uh, indigenous celebration. Nice. That was an amazing halftime show last year. So, uh, I'm excited yeah. for that. Uh, August 27th, uh, against Ottawa, make sure you get your tickets. Now it is the wall of honor night and that is going to be, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see who's going up. Yes. Uh, they haven't actually announced that at all, right? They have not, they have not but, uh, we we've speculated. Uh Scout Jed Roberts. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Who who'd you put on there? <laughs> Jed? Jed Roberts. Jed Roberts. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, he's got he's gotta be up there. Um still Mike. holds the team record for most special team tackles. Right. See, there you go. He still holds a record. Get him on the wall. Most times he threw up his arms in the air. I was air gonna say around a tackle. That's yeah. good. Um He's a certain kind of personality that should be on the wall. Uh, I still think we need to get somebody newer and somebody older and put them together. So you get all fans kind of interested, yeah. like a Jason Tucker. Yep. I think would be it. a great choice. And then I still, I will until yep. my dying breath, will say Jim Long Gone, Gone Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I can't disagree with either. Or of Charlie those. Turner. Kamish, anybody else? Oh, yeah. Of course, Charlie Turner. Yeah. Kamish, do you have anybody else you would want to see? No, on the wall? no clue. No clue. Fred Stamps. Yeah, Stamps isn't on the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm oh, sorry. What was he in? Did we just like celebrate him that one? He night? retired yes, as he an retired. Oh, an that's what it was. I was so like, I didn't even know what it was yeah. for. I was just like, Fred Stamps is in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Uh, September 9th, uh, the return Labor Day Classic is Family Day. Yeah, uh, September last year. 22nd against BC is the Campus Clash, which means hopefully we get that U of A game beforehand, oh, which would hopefully be Hopefully awesome. we win this time. Yeah, yeah or show up. Yeah. Uh, October 14th against Montreal is our last home game, and it is Christmas in October, which... That's, so I wonder if that's kind of replacing fan appreciation because there was not a fan appreciation night. So Christmas in October, I wonder if that's kind of how they're they're going to go around. Yeah, works better for me. Who cares? Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus it also ties together 630 Chad Santa Anonymous. Right. Yep. Exactly. Usually the last game yeah. of the year. Every year. I'll bring Christmas tree to tailgate. Ooh, I love it. There I have a go. portable one. This oh, would be amazing. Of course I do. Of course you do. Yeah. All right. Lights everywhere. That'd be amazing. Yeah, we right. all have lights on the cars. That'll be so much fun. Uh, all right, upcoming CFL dates because we need to be prepared for these. Uh, so May 2nd is the global and national CFL draft. Um, the global one will be in the afternoon and the national will be in the evening. Uh, the first two rounds, three, three rounds on TSN? Usually the first two first two yeah and then, and then tsn.ca they'll have the rest yeah i hope they go back to having it on cfl.ca that'd be that great be too whatever just great. stream the rest so we can see who else got, gets picked uh may 4th the elks women's dinner so uh, mm. if you don't have your tickets already may grab 4th. your tickets for that yes exactly yes. also that. my son's birthday it'll be fun um may 9th the elks annual general meeting um i can't imagine that's going to be as fun as it has been in the past but uh they'll be prepping for this year which is exciting uh may 10th May 10th, my friends, yes. Rookie Camp opens. Uh, May 14th, Main Camp opens. So we will see you all there. Um, I I tell you, like, we're, we're not even a month away. It's just... Is Rookie oh. Camp open? Uh, I don't know, honestly, but I think so. It depends on where they're doing it because last year I thought they did a lot of it in the field house. So just bring a big camera, have a like a hat with the word press in it. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just works every like time. One of those old school fedoras. Right. Just pay to walk around on the track yeah. and watch it all. Is it just like one press? Yeah. I'll ask. I'll ask Avery to borrow a fedora. I mean, like, yeah, man has enough. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got a couple lying around. That'll be perfect. Uh, so lots of great dates, and of course, training camp coming up. It's uh, it's very very exciting. Mm. So, um, you guys, thank you for coming and joining us on the podcast and having all of these great conversations. Uh, we obviously want to get into overtime and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, some of the stuff that's in the chat. Uh, but for the meantime, whoa, somebody is knocking. <laughs> That Tiger Cats fan again, isn't it? Probably. That was the Elk Shrine. I mean, oh, I, I don't know if this is an omen. I don't know what just happened behind us. You know? It's not good. It's got to be better. Um, you guys, plug your stuff. Where does everybody find all of your amazing content? And where can they join in the Elk's Herd? Oh, there you go. Hashtag join the herd. <laughs> no, uh, you can uh, you can find us on most platforms at the Elks Herd. Uh, we're on TikTok, uh, over on YouTube. Uh, we've been we've been sharing all of our content under Shotgun Sports Content Network Limited. 
Shotgun <laughs> Sports Network. Sorry, Shotgun Sports Network Limited. Um, so yeah, so that's where all of our all of our media has been going. Uh, ShotgunSportsNetwork.ca is our official website website and landing spot. For... And you'll find the Alex Heard page right in there as well under our pages. Yes. So, um, and I mean that's shotgunsportsnetwork.ca slash the Elkshirt if you want to uh, make it there directly. But we've been posting articles there. Um, we're getting our videos up. Uh, we're basically just trying to make a bunch of fan-sided content and get it out to our fellow fans. So um, thanks a ton, guys, for having us on. This uh, was an absolute blast, and we can't wait for overtime. Awesome. Commissioner, where does everybody find you? On Twitter at Duchess Lombardi, more so when the season starts. Let's just say that. Yeah, not, yeah. not far away now. Oh, yep, less than 30 days. Super fan. Uh, you can find me at most things at 56 Parkies. And then the uh, the history segment, as well as some of the Horde and Tell stuff, you can find me uh, probably the best is Twitter at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Oh, that's got to be a song. I still say it. Yeah, uh, you can yeah. follow me at Free Palicious, uh if you want to find out about uh, you know Lego stuff that I'm playing, doing out in nice. my. I just got the motorized lighthouse. It's gonna be so fun to build. Uh, I know I'm like spinning light. Ooh, neat. I'll have that on on one of the. I'll do t- one of the podcasts. I'll just have it on, and you can just see the light go by every time. <laughs> no, no, I'm right by a lighthouse. I'm just. I'm getting ready for the schooners. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're following our good friends at Pay It Forward with Football. Um, they are having their fundraising bowling event on May the sixth. So uh, mm. link up with them online so that you can be a part of that. They will have some players there as well. So make sure you join there, uh, and you can of course join us in the huddle at the turf district pretty much everywhere at the turf district that is on twitter facebook instagram yes tiktok now and of course on youtube uh so make sure that you are following us on all of the spots we may do some more tiktoks i'm gonna keep trying to (laughs) commissioner about it see what happens (laughs) we gotta see it right it's 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 gonna be fun uh (laughs) if you're on youtube make sure you stick around for overtime Uh, otherwise uh we will be back on may the 9th and folks that's when we go weekly again every turf district tuesday after that uh all the way through the season uh of course may 9th uh we will try and set up um with a guest to kind of set up for training camp and uh then we'll go through training camp and then we'll get into some games so um and hopefully getting some content down uh after practice with some of the guys so uh you should see some more stuff headed your way so uh tell all your friends subscribe subscribe let me learn say that properly subscribe to the youtube channel like (laughs) and subscribe that's right and uh help us out that would be amazing um weekly is great yeah and of course you know that means the jimmy Gaines award is not far away oh it's pretty close oh i tell you it's exciting uh so for scout and kathy commissioner kayla superfan mike i'm andrew remember you can't catch footballs with your face and we will absolutely talk to you in a couple of weeks Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.